Thank you very much. Welcome to the final part of our year in review, and there's no doubt about the political event of the year, the Irish Water Saga. Setting up Ishka Aaron will bring about a saving of 1.1 billion over the next seven Thank years you. and have this as a national flagship of quality and integrity and high quality. And as far as I'm concerned, let me say that as leader of the government, Ishka Aaron should be wide open in terms of transparency, accountability and justification of expenditure. And every deputy on all sides and none and the Dáil committees and the Arathis committees will have the opportunity to see that that happens. It's in all our interest that that be so. Thank you. Enda Kenny's promise in the first leader's questions of 2014. While the Taoiseach said Irish water would be a body of quality and integrity, there is no doubt on either side of the argument that 2014 was a debacle for the new utility. In January, news was coming in thick and fast about the establishment costs. It was revealed that a fully equipped gym was on the way for the 470 staff to be based at the utility's new headquarters on Dublin's Talbot Street. €20,000 was spent designing the logo. €6,000 was spent on a laughing yoga class in 2013. Professor John Fitzgerald of the ESRI had tough questions for management about the business model. Irish Water will have to raise all its revenue by charging us, the people of Ireland, for using water. So there's going to be a much higher charge than necessary, maybe €65 a house possibly, because they're taking on excess costs. Whereas the local authorities should be managing these costs. So who were the people behind Irish Water? It was revealed that only four of the nine members of senior management were drawn from outside either government departments, local authorities or state agencies. The Department of the Environment revealed that 29 staff at the company were being paid in excess of €100,000 per year and performance-related bonuses of between 14 and 15% were up for grabs for almost 100 staff. Former Dublin City Manager John Tierney was of course serving as the group's first CEO. He revealed at the start of the year that upwards of €50 million was being spent on consultants. That number soon grew, with the Environment Committee hearing the real figure was £86 million. Environment Minister Phil Hogan claimed he didn't know exactly how Irish Water's budget was being spent. Oh, €180 million Euro is what the overall cost of what was deemed to be appropriate for the establishment of Irish Water. And the, the detail in relation to what contracts were being given out or who was procuring them is not my business. It's a matter for Irish Water. Not at all. Like this, you can't make an omelette without breaking eggs. And we have here a new utility at a cost of €180 million, Euro, which I think if anybody look internationally at what has been done in setting up a company from scratch will show that this particular company is not only essential, giving good value for money, is going to give an opportunity to get money on the open markets for more capital investment in water, which we badly need. Otherwise, we won't have environmental compliance and we won't be able to get the jobs and the public health issues resolved in the next seven to eight years. It will save €2 billion Euro over the next eight years. That explanation was met with derision from the opposition. Phil Hogan, as minister, should go. He's been involved in too many uh, debacles, he, he, he talks about you know, not micromanaging uh, this, this issue. It's just incredible. Uh, 85 million is not micro. It's huge.
When senior management of Irish Water came before the Oireachtas Public Accounts Committee, they were met with many of the same questions. What did the Minister know and why were these costs so high? I, I think the word consultants actually a misnomer. These are service, service providers, technical experts, process engineers, software engineers, etc, etc. And we would have made that very clear up front. You wouldn't carry this type of expertise resource in your organisation because... That scale of it is only mobilised, in our case, at our beginning. It was always going to need this specialised mobile expertise to do the system building, to create the, the product that is the utility, to deliver on the mandate that is being given to that utility in terms of the assets, the operations, and 1.8 million customers. You got approval from the department in September 2012 for 180 million of a spend in the setting up of Irish Water, which included, and you outlined it to them, upwards of £85 million for consultancy fees. I'm saying there has to be ministerial responsibility for that decision. Do you agree or disagree? Political statement rather than a, a question for me to answer. Before the next Cabinet meeting, Enda Kenny was asked to account for John Tierney. Did he still have faith in the man? Well, the, the uh, Irish Water, as you know, is a public utility and will be subject to the Freedom of Information Act and all of the expenditure and issues that go along with it. There's a, there's a very major project to deal with the future of our country in terms of supply of high-quality water for people and for business alike. We can't have a situation where thousands have to boil water every day. We can't have a situation where 40% of what we produce and that you pay for is leaking away into the ground. We have to have consistency and a very high standard. And Mr Tierney is heading up the utility called Ishka Aaron or Irish Water, to and deliver that. And he's the right man for the job? Well, he's the, he's the chief executive of Irish Water, and I have every confidence that he will do his job as expected. By spring, the metering programme was in full swing and beginning to be met with opposition on the doorsteps. Residents in Dublin and Cork began protests at installations in a number of estates, such as Ashbrook Heights in Toker County, Cork. We're being bullied into doing this. Okay. I, just, I, I want to ask both of you the same question, if I can. Uh, how long... Is, are you going to hold out for here that this is going to continue you and your neighbours? We're just hoping that this will go national. This will go nationwide. And we're just, what we're asking is for people, we're getting a load of support worldwide online. But we're asking people, come up and speak to Come up, say hello for five minutes. Just, I know there's loads and there's thousands of people out there supporting us. Okay, and John, you're not a resident here. No, I'm not. We got the call from the good people up here that they were, they were in desperation, they were frightened, they were told that the water meters would come in, they didn't want them, as has previously been said there. There's people overworked, there's people very sick in this estate as well. And um, basically they're frightened, they said, look, I mean, why should we have to take a water meter? And this resident explains how protesters were stopping the contractors. Just restrict our access and park our cars um, over the, the water um, meters Installing. The uproar came against the backdrop of the fast approaching local and European elections. The coalition had promised to make the charge clear to voters before the elections and there followed intense weeks of negotiations between Fine Gael and Labour. With weeks to go, Taoiseach Enda Kenny gave a guide price of how much the public could expect to pay when the bills first arrived, even if he couldn't be sure. The level of taxpayer subvention could not exceed a level of 537 million subvention in 2015 and 2016. And that equates to uh, an annual, uh, an annual uh, average metered charge of €240 Euro per annum. I want to say to you that the government 
have not signed off on these figures. However, alongside him on the front benches of government, there was consternation from the Labour Party. Taunish to Eamon Gilmore and his ministers were in no rush to reveal the final figure. Social Protection Minister Joan Burton spelled out her concerns. I think there's a very uh, sound basis uh, for agreement, but there are important issues, I have to say, in the Labour Party. We were very surprised at the low level of metering uh, because a lot of the structure on which Irish water is being built is based on the idea, which is very important, that if you have a meter, you can actually cut bills by conserving. However, agreement was reached after about three weeks of talks between the partners, Environment Minister Phil Hogan. This is one of the biggest decisions that we will make in the lifetime of the government. And uh, in particular, I want to thank the Tanishta, who has had a very strong views in, in relation to these matters and who ultimately now uh, has come to the agreement with the government. We've analysed the options carefully, deliberated and arrived at our decisions with the aim of giving people as much clarity as possible well in advance of the charges coming into effect and focusing on making sure that water charges are fair, affordable and equitable. It will give people an opportunity to look at how they can reduce water demand through prudent conservation measures. The government's decisions today are based on a few key messages. The policy decisions taken will mean that the average charge should be no more than €240. There will be a free allowance of 38,000 litres per child based on typical water consumption levels for children, so that households effectively will not pay for water consumed by children. There will further to that, there will be an an annual allowance of 30,000 litres for every household. Charges will be capped for people with high water usage due to certain medical conditions. Average charges will be similar whether you have a metre or you're on an assessed charge. For people that don't pay, that their water pressure will be turned down to a trickle uh, for basic human health reasons. Uh, and uh, obviously that won't be too attractive for them. Uh, So I would encourage people to pay. At the end of May, the water charge alongside medical cards and property taxes combined to create a perfect storm for candidates who campaigned on anti-austerity platforms. The coalition took a shellacking in the words of Joan Burton. Labour's desperate performance saw Taunish to Eamon Gilmore out and a cabinet reshuffle. Environment Minister Phil Hogan, the public face of the water charges, was rewarded with the position of EU Commissioner. Here's newly elected MEP Luke Ming Flanagan challenging him at European Parliament hearings about his record. You have a history of helping out your cronies, as reported this morning in the Irish media, when you pressurised officials at Irish Water to employ your friends. Will you continue this trend by leaving the majority of CAP with the ranchers and the millionaires? Or will you do what should be done and what CAP was meant to do and bring it back to the ordinary people? Thank you very much. Thank you for your brevity, Deputy. Um, the first issue you mentioned about uh, implying making representations the same as every other public representative does for to try and get people jobs in, this, in the public sector or the private sector, I do that as a representative politician, which is a, a very... Uh, I'm, I'm sure that you're very used to the notion already as a member of the Irish Parliament, the member of the European Parliament, that you do actually try and help people to get employment. But unfortunately, in the case that you mentioned, when I send some CVs into Irish water... None of them got a job, so I must be losing my influence over the company that I helped to establish. And the task of replacing Phil Hogan fell to none other than Labour's deputy leader, Alan Kelly. Coming up, a car... A climb down... Were there mistakes made? Absolutely. And a crisis. I think if we don't start to say no now, there 